Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hope everyone is ready to learn a little bit of English. In today's lesson, we are going to focus on skin. Everyone has skin. It's actually the largest organ in our body. We'll talk about what organs do. And we are going to focus on some of the problems you might have with your skin. Some of those words you, I'm sure you know in your own language, but you might think, wait, what, what's that on my skin? What, what do they call that in English? We got you. We're going to talk about it today. Before we do, I would like to say hello to a couple people. This is in a Cyrillic language, so I can't say hello exactly, but I can put your name on the screen and say good evening back to you. Casey's here. Hope you're doing well. Thought I saw Apple the Frog is here. Oh, no. Rain so hard, the power went out. We're getting rain here today, but it's light. I don't think we have to worry about losing power. Maria's here. Listening, that is amazing. This episode will be available on the podcast. So listening is a great way to learn English. Regis is here. How are you? Welcome. Fayez, of course, is here. Manuel, down in Brazil, was able to make it. Yulia, Celia, I thought I saw Audie in here. Freddie's here. Welcome. If I, Cisco's here. Glad to see you. All right. Should we move on? Should we get on with the lesson about skin? And feel free. At any time, if something isn't clear and you're watching this live, Feel free to put a question in the comments. I will do my best to see it and try to answer it for you as quickly as possible. Palestine's in the house. Safa, how are you? I actually have a student in my classroom named Safa. So great to see you here. And Arone Aron, is here. Welcome. Adam's here from Poland. Hope you're doing well. Gopi, how are you? Let's get on with the lesson. Ouch. So we will talk about what is going on on that person's lips. Maybe somebody knows. Does anybody know what we call that thing in English? If you don't, stay tuned because we will talk about what we call it when it's on the outside of your mouth and what it's called when it's on the inside of your mouth. One thing I should mention, I am not a doctor. So I am not going to tell you what causes these problems or how to get rid of them. The thing on the outside of the mouth might be different from the thing on the inside of your mouth. But to me, they're the same. They hurt and I want them gone. Harry, did I say hi to Harry from Indonesia? If I didn't, hello. If I did, hello again. The first thing you might want to be aware of in English is the person you need to go see if you have a problem with your skin. And that person we call a dermatologist. It's literally a doctor for the skin. And as the lesson goes on, I will have little banners that will pop up 
at the bottom of the screen with a little more detail. And there might be some sentences you can practice shadowing with. Let's try this one out. If you have trouble with your skin, you may go see a dermatologist. It's a good person to go see. If you have a problem, they are experts when it comes to skin. Suntan. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We have one more sentence. One more sentence with a big English word. A dermatologist is a doctor that specializes in skin. Specializes. So when you go see, big word here, a general practitioner, general practitioner, that's your family doctor. They know a little bit about everything. So you might go see your general practitioner first for a problem you have with your skin. And then that doctor might recommend that you go see a dermatologist. Okay. So a dermatologist is a doctor that specializes in skin. The next one here, skin. It's the largest organ of the body. You might be wondering, well, what's an, what's an organ? Organs, other organs are the brain, the heart, the liver, the lungs. An organ helps the body in some way. A finger or an eyebrow is what we call that thing, an eyebrow. It's not an organ. It really doesn't help the body. Your, your hand isn't really an organ. But the brain that's inside of my skull right here, the inside of my head, the brain, obviously, that does help the body. That's an organ, heart, lungs, liver, kidneys. We could go over a whole list of organs in the body, but today we're focusing on skin. Now, some people like to get a suntan that makes their skin a little darker. Some people might even go to tanning booths if there is no sun. A lot of people where I live, they want that suntan. Well, they go to a tanning booth in the winter just to get their skin to become a little darker. But getting a suntan can be a little dangerous because of skin cancer, which we will talk about later. And I know everybody knows what cancer is. When I describe what cancer is, I'm sure you'll say, oh, I know that. But the definition of cancer is kind of hard. I had to think about it. The next one is a sunburn, though. Sunburn. A sunburn is when you get too much sun. It might be a first or second degree burn. In English, we have different stages or ways that sunburns or any kind of burns get worse. A first degree burn, it hurts, but it's not as bad as a second degree burn or a third degree burn. When doing research for this lesson, 
I read two different things. You can get burned from the sun with a third degree burn. Other places I looked said no, only first and second degree burns. And that means the worse the burn is, the more layers of skin that are affected. Okay. So your skin here, you probably know this, we call them layers. So you can, we'll talk about itching and scratching later, but you could scratch layers off of your skin. Layers are just like a cake. You might see different layers on a cake. Well, skin also has layers. A first degree burn only burns a few layers. Second degree, more. Third degrees, those are the worst. There are no fourth degree burns in English. All right, let's check out to see if there are any questions in the chat. Because this can be, oh. Yeah, I did not, I did, I tried not to get too gross with this. I see boil, I see moles. Uh, so I don't have that, but. Um, Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We, we, we might talk about flaky skin. We'll talk about flakes when we talk about dandruff. So that's coming up. And my wife, Jamie, is in the chat. Hope she's doing well. I just saw her. She's upstairs. She's having breakfast. All right. So, yeah, be very careful about getting a suntan because it can lead to cancer. What's Manuel saying here? Bear in mind. Even on cloudy days, the UV attack our skin and sunburn can end up like an illness, uh, like sun skin cancer. Um, since Manuel mentioned UV rays, that stands for ultraviolet. And it probably is similar in your language, but you can't see ultraviolet rays, but your skin can feel them even on the inside. And like Manuel said, it can lead to cancer. We're going to talk about how we protect our skin with the next slide. Okay. Some advice. I am not a doctor. So, but yeah, any kind of crazy, um, different colored spots on your skin, go to the dermatologist, ask them to check them out. Look at this. 
Jamie, it's almost like she's reading my mind. The next one is sunblock or sunscreen. You will hear both. So the next one is sunblock, sunscreen. You will hear both. And these are lotions. I saw that in the chat. We will talk about lotion in a minute. But these are things you can put on your skin to block those UV rays. And in English, we call them sunblock and sunscreen. There might be a difference. I don't know. But in everyday English, I might ask someone, hey, did did you bring some sunscreen? I forgot mine. Can I borrow yours? Oh, do you have any sunblock? So maybe sunblock prevents more of the UV rays. But to be honest, in everyday conversation, I will use both sunblock, sunscreen. No real big difference to me. See the next one. Yeah, yeah. We got to talk about skin cancer. Skin cancer. All right. Cancer, at least in English, is what we call the thing that kills most of the people in the world. It's either going to be the heart or cancer. So I know you have a name for this in your language. I just don't know that name. But let's take a look at this definition. And I'm sure you will say, oh, I know what that is. You might, you might call it cancer. I don't know. Cancer is when the small parts of your body, we call those cells. You can't even see them. I saw someone in the chat say microscope. You need a microscope to see these things. They are called cells. That's when your cells grow in a bad way for some reason, and it can spread to other parts of your body. So a lot of people, when they get skin cancer, it is because of the sun. You can get lung cancer from smoking. So you can get throat cancer from smoking. Throat. This part of your body right here on the inside is your throat. On the outside, we call it your neck. You can see my neck on the inside is the throat. So you might get throat cancer. My wife and I just saw a movie called Top Gun Maverick. And one of the stars of that movie, Val Kilmer, kind of a famous American actor. He has been suffering from throat cancer for a few years. So skin cancer, that's a bad thing. Hopefully everyone knows cancer now. Let's check the chat to see if there are any. Oh, Fabio, be careful. I hope you brought your sunblock. Fabio says he is soaking up on the up the sun. English teacher. Let me read this because I think his English is perfect here. Hi, Brent. I'm soaking up the sun on the beach right now. Learning English on the beach. I can't think of anything better. Nice. Maybe you have a cold drink in your hand. It's awesome. Oh, no. Yeah, Dennis. I've heard skin cancer prevails in Australia. Lots of sun out there. 
Yeah, over the winter, I actually did a few English lessons in Arizona. That is a state out west in the United States. A big city there is Phoenix. And a person I was speaking to said they have a lot of skin cancer there. So much sun. Sunscreen. No. Uh, Cream. We will talk about cream when it comes to like lotion. But no, I don't. You won't hear sun cream that much, I don't think. No, I don't think so. Oh, sting. Brent, if you get stung or, uh, oh, okay, okay. If you get stung by a wasp, wasp, I can write that there. If you get stung by a wasp or a bee, if you get stung by a wasp or other mad insects, how do you call the inflammation, big word there, that appears around the sting? Yet we might just say that it is inflamed, inflamed. It looks like it's on fire. Inflammation, we use that a lot with skin. That is not one of my words today, but it's when the, the skin gets all red You can say it's inflamed and it usually hurts. All right, let's get back to here. Okay, just making sure I didn't. uh... Ah, yes. Jamie, my wife says, I wear sunscreen on my face every day. Yeah, some of the lotion that I put on my skin does have sunscreen in it. So it's good. It prevents wrinkles. I didn't put wrinkles. Aw, but if you are a channel member, I'll do a channel member plug here. Uh, you can have emojis with my face that has a lot of wrinkles. Yeah, and I just put it in the chat. Uh, I hope to get there one day. Maybe fewer wrinkles, but you know, hopefully, I get to live to be an old age. Uh, live to be an old age. And uh, it's showing up as boomer, boomer, boomer for me. All right, the next one, freckles. Now, this is not a skin problem, but, and I don't need to explain this, but if you see that person's face, they have red spots on their face. We call those freckles. I don't think we need to say too much more about freckles, do we? I do have a sentence for you, though. Freckles can fade in the winter and come back out in the summer. I didn't know if you knew that word fade, but fade means to go away a little bit at a time. So every night, if it's not cloudy out, the sun just fades away. It gets a little dimmer each second. Fade away. So in the summer, freckles can come out. Means they just, you'll see more of them on the skin. Freckles can fade in the winter and come back out in the summer. I tried not to get too gross, but there are just so many words that we say. Talking about this, let's go. Let's go close up on this one. You might hear zits, you might hear acne, 
you might hear pimples. If you're in the UK, you might hear spots. But probably most of us had these things when we were teenagers. A few of you are teenagers in here right now. Hopefully your skin doesn't have too many zits. But oh yeah, one of the fun things about being a teenager is you get to have those on your face. And we will call them zits, acne, pimples, England, they call them spots. How about the white stuff on the inside? Now, if you do this, let's see. So if you, if you do that to a pimple, the verb we use is pop. Luckily, I don't have any zits right now. But you would pop your pimple. That's the verb. Pop. And the stuff on the inside also starts with a P. We call that stuff pus. The white stuff inside some pimples is called pus. The white stuff inside some pimples is called pus. And I wanted to pick this sentence here because it is grammatically correct, even though it might not sound like it. The white stuff inside some pimples is called pus. The verb there, to be, is, is singular. But if you look at the noun right next to it, pimples, that's, that's plural. So you might be asking, wait, what, why is that grammatically correct? And I'm going to go um, a little bit of uh, grammar heavy here. If you don't like grammar, please let me know in the chat. Just say grammar sucks. Grammar is awful. But for about 20 seconds, I'm going to talk about grammar. Now, the subject of that sentence is stuff, stuff. And here it's, it's plural. So the white stuff inside some pimples is called pus. You could take out some pimples from that sentence. It will still make sense. The white stuff is called pus. The white stuff inside is called pus. So some pimples. That makes that uh, sentence a little bit difficult, but I promise it is grammatically correct. It should be a singular verb there. All right. Looking at that. Oh, oh we, we will. Casey, we will get to that. How about those black spots on your nose? How do we call it? Thanks. I got you. Just stay tuned. It's coming up. Wait, Apple. Why are you calling out grandma like that? <laughs> My grandma has pimples on her face and back. Oh, don't I should. I'm going I'm going to try to protect your grandmother. Why did I even read that? Poor, I hope Grammy Apple Apple's Grammy. I hope you're not listening to this lesson. This is the one time I hope somebody doesn't know English. Oh, Apple. Hmm. Why did you do that to your grandma and her back? I don't remember the last time I saw my grandmother's back. Maybe your grandmother's young. 
Oh my gosh. I had to take a sip of water after that. Apple. My goodness. Poor grandma. Dennis says, I love grandma. No, no, he doesn't. He says, I love grammar. Grammar sounds a lot like grandma, doesn't it? Apple, I hope you love your grandma. I hope you love grammar too. Oh no, manual. Olive oil is good? Uh, against pimples? Man, I thought, I thought if you ate oily foods, we will talk about oily skin in a minute. I thought that made pimples come out even more. We might use that phrasal verb. Oh, my pimples are coming out. Yes, pus and inflammation, they are different. So your skin could have pus inside and it could be colored red. The red part is what we would call inflammation. The white part is the pus. So they can happen at the same time as I'm sure you know, but no, they're different things. We'll talk about ingrown hairs in a minute too. Just like pimples and acne, they have both pus and they're probably inflamed or probably swollen. You'll also hear that um, adjective to describe skin. Your skin could be swollen, swollen and inflamed. All right, Apple loved both grandma and grammar. That is good. That is good to see. Yeah, we would say that pimples or acne is a sign of puberty. Yes. Although I am 46, way past puberty, and I still get the occasional zit. Puberty, that's what we call in English when teenagers start turning into adults. So to go from a child to an adult, it can get a little messy. And that messy stuff we call puberty. People will probably go through puberty from ages 13 to 18. Some start earlier, some go a little longer. Dennis. Did you drop a super chat there? Thank you so much. Got a little something for you. Where is it? Let me find it here. Hang on. Hang on. Got it. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Thank you so much. Something tells me Apple's grandmother will not be giving me a super chat anytime soon. But Dennis, thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, gosh menopause all right menopause is what we call the thing that happens to women in their 50s i think yeah so um i don't think i will ever be going through menopause but women the same age as me might start going through menopause it's it's possible it is possible dry skin. Mm. Let's talk about two things here with dry skin. This happens quite a bit in the winter when the air outside is dry and it might get itchy. 
I thought this might be kind of hard to explain here, but let's take a look at my skin here. I got a hand and I don't know how you explain itch, but it's a feeling you get on your skin and then you go like this. So it goes away. So you get rid of it. So an itch you can feel on your skin and then you scratch that itch. The verb we use to get rid of it is scratch. So right now, my head is a little itchy and I'm scratching it. That's what happens with dry skin. Oh, and on the back, it's so hard to get rid of it. We even, oh, I should have brought it down. But right by my bed in my drawer, I have a back scratcher a back scratcher. It's a long pole with little fingers on it. Looks like a rake, if you know what a rake is. And I can just oh, get that itch on my back that I can't reach. Feels so good in the winter. So dry skin can be a very bad problem. Dry skin can become itchy. Itchy skin makes you want to scratch. Hope that helps. Hope that helps right there. The next thing you might have a problem with when it comes to skin is dandruff. Dandruff. And we call those little things flakes. Make that picture a little bigger. You see that person, they have long hair. And the part of the body we can see is called their shoulder. And on their shoulder are little flakes of dandruff. We might call the little pieces of dandruff flakes, just like snow, just like snow. That person has flakes of dandruff on their shoulder. That person has flakes of dandruff on their shoulder. Just in case you didn't know, that part of your body, it's called your shoulder. It's called your shoulder. Now, what I would like to do is take a look at a paragraph, a very advanced paragraph. You can practice shadowing with this. The, the article, bring it up right here, is five causes of dandruff and how to treat them. We will not read the entire article. I can tell you where I found it if you want to read more about dandruff, but I thought the first paragraph is pretty hard and we can uh, practice shadowing with that. Just in case, don't want to make, what? Cuba's in the house. I would love to visit Cuba one day. It looks beautiful. Oh, Blissful Mummy's here. Glad to see you. Glad to see you. Welcome. Oh. What's that manual? What, what did manual say here? Scratching is the worst thing you can do to spoil your skin. True, but it feels so good. It feels so good. Yes, but you can, just for a second, I didn't talk about scars, but you can scar your skin. Um, I, don't, I don't have any scars on my face. 
I have one on my knee. That would be tough. But sometimes when you get cut very badly and you can still see that cut for the rest of your life, we call that a scar. If you've ever seen the movie Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones, the star is Harrison Ford. He has a scar on his chin. If you've ever seen that movie, if you know Han Solo from Star Wars, he has a scar on his chin. That's a scar. Good point, Manuel. Yes, be careful, but it feels so good. Mega is here from India. Hope you're doing well. Hello, my friend with the uh, Cyrillic writing. Hmm. I don't, I, I don't, that last name though, the last part, is that Bita? Bita? That might not be a Bita? Bita? I know it's a, I know it's like a B and a D and an A. So welcome. Welcome. Kate is here. Hope everything is going well for you, Kate. What were we, t- oh, we were talking about this interview. No, we were talking about this article. So I am going to put that up on the screen and let's read this first part right here. And I will do it without stopping. Let's state the obvious. Dandruff is annoying, frustrating, and even embarrassing. And while dandruff doesn't necessarily come and go, it can get worse during the winter months as if freezing temperatures weren't enough to make us miserable. All right, so you can pause that later if you would like, and you can practice your shadowing with that because uh, it's rather difficult reading, I think. India is definitely in the house. Kishore, hope you're doing well. Scarface, starring Al Pacino. Say hello to my little friend. Right? Doesn't he say that in that movie? And he has a scar on his face. I think that's why they call him Scarface. All right. The next one. Let's bring it up here. Ooh. Let's go real big on that one. Cracked heels. Cracked heels. Ouch. I do have a sentence for you. You can buy a special cream to put on your cracked heels. Yeah, this happens a lot in the winter to people. If their skin is dry all over their body, we have a special term when it comes to the heels. Last week, if you saw the episode about prom, did a whole English lesson on the American prom. One of the things I talked about was high heels. And we talked about how the back of your foot is called your heel. And you can see in that picture, that person's heels are cracked. We call those cracked heels. That can be another problem you have with your skin. Well, to fix your skin... You might put on cream, like I just said, cream. It was mentioned earlier in the chat, or you can buy lotion. You can buy lotion. And that person is holding in her hand 
a tub of lotion. That container might be called a tub. So you might buy a tub of ice cream. Oh, that sounds good right now. A tub, and it's spelled just like tub, P-U-B. So she has a tub of lotion in her hand. And it looks like she's about to apply some lotion. We might use that verb right there, apply. So it looks like she might apply some lotion to her face. Or we could say rub on. She might rub on some lotion pretty soon. She might rub some lotion onto her face. No way. Wait a second. Cracked heels is a symptom of stomachache or a problem with in the liver, according to the latest studies. Uh-oh. So I, again, whoops, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. But I guess if you have cracked heels, you don't want any problems with your liver. That is for sure. So just go see a doctor, I guess, maybe. All right, Mega says, sock wearing quickly heals cracked feet. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes um, when my, I learned also, sweat. Do you know what sweat is? So when you're working out, that water that comes from your skin, we call it sweat in English. And I was, as I was researching for this lesson, I learned the part of your body that sweats the most is your feet. Makes sense. Shoes, socks. And um, one sometimes when my feet are dry, I will apply lotion and then put my socks on. Great tip, Mega. Great tip. Uh, no, no, I wouldn't. I think it's cracked. It's a good question, Apple. Cracked feet? No. It. You will hear cracked heels in English, and everyone will know what you're talking about. Yeah. Cracked heels. Hey, is Amina here? And she's saying hi to Miho? Miho is here. I missed I missed a Miho. Miho, how are you? Hope you're doing well in Japan. Mina, I hope you're doing well in Canada. There she is. There's Miho. I sometimes get cracked heels when the weather is cold. I think many of us do. But now I'm a little worried about the uh, the liver thing. Oh, no. Maybe I should go see my doctor. Hey, doc. This is what I would say to my doctor. Hey, doc. Got some cracked heels in the winter. Does that have anything to do with my liver? Can you check my liver out right now? So something to think about. Something to think about. All right. Just looking through the chat to make sure. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Manual. (laughs) How do I say when we usually wear socks and our feet smell funny? Yeah. Your feet stink. That's what you can say. My feet stink today. What is going on? Yeah. My problem, I think a lot of people's problem, when you wear your shoes without socks, just wait a couple days, you might have to throw those shoes away, right? You got to always wear socks with your shoes or your boots. If not, those things are toast. That's a good synonym there. You just have to throw them away. 
I don't know if Maria is still in the chat, but if she is, or if anyone is a Seinfeld fan, Seinfeld, American TV show, popular in the 1990s. One of the characters has somebody else drive his car and they have really bad body odor. It's when your body stinks. This person drives Jerry's car with really bad body odor. He can't get rid of the stink. He has to sell his car. That's how it is when you don't wear socks with your shoes. The shoes stink so bad, you got to get rid of them. Hey, Betty Lou is here. Hey, a lot of faces I remember, or at least names. Welcome, Betty. Lotion, we talked about, but we haven't talked about oily skin. Now, I think this man is sweating. I do believe he is sweating. But if there was just a little bit less water on his skin, we might call it oily skin. That is the opposite of dry skin, oily skin. A lot of times when I come home from work, I haven't been sweating. It's not hot, but there might be a little oil right here on my nose. This part of your nose, we would call that the bridge of your nose. I don't think we have a name for this. Right above my nostrils. I know we've talked about nostrils. Those are the holes in your nose. That's what we call it in English. Oh, Regis, flip-flops, flip-flops and sandals. Good call, good call. Yeah, you won't have stinky feet with flip-flops. Tom and Jerry. No, Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. That was a story for probably only fans of Seinfeld. Oh, hey. Manual giving out more tips here. I'm getting distracted by the chat. Somebody's running a machine up in my kitchen right now. Freddie, try to shave when you're having a shower at the same time. So your skin will be soaked and enough wet. And wet enough, we might say. And wet enough. Yeah. We're going to talk about ingrown hairs and exfoliating in a minute. Keep that in mind. I always shave in the shower. Almost always. Almost always. It's a good tip. Good tip. Oh, Amina. It looks like Amina has to go. Bye, Amina. Oh, she's going shopping. I'm sure she will watch this on replay, I think. Have a good one, Amina. So oily skin. Oily skin. Oftentimes when I come home from work, I will either take another shower, sometimes I take two showers a day, or I will wipe my face because my skin right here feels a little oily. All right. Does anyone know, please let me know in the chat, does anyone know what part of the body is showing in the picture? What part of the body would we call that? So above the eyebrows, but below the hairline. Does anybody know the name of that body part? This is hard because you can't look it up on Google, right? Well, maybe you could, but what? Oh, lots of names. 
Lots of people have named this. It is the forehead. The forehead, Dennis says. Blissful Mommy, forehead. Fayez, nicely done. Whoa. Casey, Regis. Looks like everybody knows. Some good English speakers in here. Nicely done. All right. I'm going to give you some slang here. And, and also because I have one too. So when somebody has a lot of forehead because they don't have a lot of hair, you can call it a five head. Okay. This is a mean joke. Probably only want to say this to your friends, but think about it's not spelled like the number. It's spelled differently, but oh yeah, that man, that man's forehead. It's actually a five head because it's so big. It's a cruel joke, but Hey, sometimes you need to laugh. And uh, yeah, I got, I, I have what some people might call a five head because they have a lot of, a lot of their forehead is showing. Hang on. Um, temple was mentioned. Temple would be right here. So the side of your head is called your temple. Good one. Very close. Forehead is in the middle. Temple is on the side. All right. Yes. Everyone has a forehead. Some of us have a little bit more than others. And we call that a five head. Leticia, hope you're doing well. Hope everything is going well in Brazil. Look at that. Yawin's here. Yeah, a five head. Yeah, be careful. Be careful who you say this to, but whoa, six head. A six head. That would be bad. Yeah. We do. Yeah. Whoa. That man has lost so much hair. He has a six head. Yeah. You could use that. You could use that. Oh, a plane could land on your forehead. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of room up there. So sad. Yeah. The scalp. So the skin on the top of the head, which is actually where we might say the dandruff is, you might say, I have an itchy scalp. Yeah. So the hair, no, sorry. The skin on your head is sometimes called the scalp. Yeah. It's just skin on your head, but we have that special name there. Nicely done. I do not know how to read your name. I'm sorry, but I know it starts with a sound sound like an f yeah sorry i'm i'm learning to read a little bit of the cyrillic language but i do know you're from tajikistan aren't you you're tajik i believe i hope please let me know all right yeah if we have no hair we have a lot of head yeah absolutely yeah 10 head baby but if you do say wow that man has a five head most Americans will know. Oh no, Audi has a six head. I've seen I've seen pictures of you, Audi. I've seen videos of you. It's not too bad. I think I think you have more hair than I do. All right. Stop talking about hair. Hey, right. Bob the Canadian did a lesson on hair yesterday. It was a good one. All right, diaper rash. Check it out. Diaper rash. Now we're going to talk about a couple different rashes. And if you don't know what is wrong with your skin, but it is a different color, usually red, 
and it hurts and it itches, you could call it a rash. Anyone who has ever had children or who has ever changed a diaper, you might know about this, and that is a diaper rash. So when babies are in diapers and their diapers don't get changed often enough, they might develop a diaper rash. So sometimes the parents don't know when the child has gone to the bathroom. It's usually the pee. It's usually the water, right? Um, and the lesson I did this week about Elon Musk, I talked about peeing. So if a, a child's diaper is wet for a long time, the baby might develop what's called a diaper rash. At least that's what we call it in English. And I probably, do I have? I do have a sentence here for you. A rash can be a general term for any redness on the skin. So if you don't know what is causing the problem, you might go to your doctor and say, hey, doctor, I have a rash. Can you tell me why? So a rash. The next one is road rash. Road rash. Now this person looks like they were riding their bike and they might have fallen and they probably fell on the road and they got road rash. If you fall on the road, your skin, there's a, I went through this and looked for all the typos. There is a typo there. Should be instead of my, instead of my, my scrape, missing an A should be might scrape. Let's fix that right now. All right, that's better. I think I went over this. I proofread my work still missed one. If you fall on the road, your skin may scrape across the road and that is what causes road rash. Yeah. It often happens when you're on a bike and you fall and scrape. Do you know that verb? Scrape. It's when two things like go across each other. So think about somebody falling on their bike. They're probably going pretty fast. Well, their body is going to continue going and their skin may scrape across the road. That's what we call road rash. It hurts. You will not get road rash if you fall on the grass. But if you fall on the road, you will get road rash. Ouch. Any questions on what road rash is? I'm pretty sure that's easy. Now that you've heard that term, oh, I know that. A lot easier to, to describe road rash than it is to describe cancer. The next one, chafing. This one hurts. Chafing. Chafing happens when the top of your legs or your thighs rub together for a long period of time. Yeah, so the top of your legs, we call your thighs. 
your thighs. And we're talking about the inner thighs here. When they rub together, when you walk or when you run, if you get a rash there, we call that chafing. Oh. Sometimes when I go to the beach and I'm wearing a bathing suit, chafing can happen. Yeah. The inside of your, your thighs can get all chafed up. We might use that phrasal verb there. Oh, they're all chafed up. Let's talk about this picture, though, for a second. So the person wearing the shorts that are black, we might call those jogging shorts. The person next to him or her with the pants, we might call those yoga pants. The person in the middle is wearing yoga pants. And the person with the blue shorts, we might call those short shorts. Yeah, they are a little short. So jogging shorts, yoga pants, and short shorts. Just in case you wanted to know. This doesn't have anything to do with skin, but it does have something to do with English. Let's check the chat. Eh, you could. Can we say rub against the road? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you could. You could. Yep. Scrape just sounds worse to me, though. Rub. Uh, that could be nice. You know, I'm rubbing my head right now. Not too bad. Scraping. That verb is worse. I'm thinking of doing a whole English lesson on verbs. Verbs, they are so descriptive. They can say a lot. So rub, more like this. Scrape, more like that. So yeah, scraping across the road. It does sound worse though. Oh no, Audie, he's an expert for road rash. Oh yeah. Diving, diving for a ball. It's a good verb right there. Yeah, if you dive for a ball on a tennis court, you could probably get road rash. Yeah, unless it's a, a grass court. But oh, I bet that hurts. All right, just checking through the chat here. Mm, good luck. That's great. You never get chafing, Audie says. Nice. Oh, manual has to go. Well, thank you so much. You add a lot to the chat every time. So sorry to see you go. All right, Harry says, road rash. It must hurt. I can feel it by listening to your explanation, especially when you wash it using water. Yes. If we go back to the sunburn, great call, Harry, from Indonesia. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, if you have a sunburn, a lot of times you don't realize you have a sunburn until the next day or when you take a shower. That burns so much. You would think, hey, wait, water. It puts out fire. It should feel good. Uh-uh. It hurts. Those first couple days taking a shower after you have gotten a sunburn Great point, Harry. Great point. Oh, so bad. Next one. We talked about this last week. Blisters. So if you saw the lesson I did about the American prom, 
we talked about how you could get blisters on your feet. Well, you can also get blisters on your hands, and that is what they look like. Anytime you work with your hands, you might get blisters. And that is something we say quite a bit in English. You can get blisters from working with your hands. My brother, he owns a landscaping business. His business will cut people's lawns. They will mow the lawn for them. They will fix your flowers. He works with his hands. He does a lot of raking and shoveling. You can see he has a lot of blisters on his hands because he works with his hands. If you do a lot of gardening outside, planting flowers, we might say you work with your hands and you can get blisters. But over time, those blisters can develop into calluses. Calluses. That is when the skin gets a little thicker. I talked about it yesterday. Uh, talked about it last week. When I play the drums, sometimes I will get blisters and then they turn into calluses. Calluses are what blisters can turn into over a longer period of time. It's when the skin hardens up. How's that for a phrasal verb there? Hardens up. Let's see. Probably, you probably can't see it, but I do have uh, some calluses here. You might get some calluses there. And calluses are probably a good thing. They don't hurt. It's just where the skin gets a little stronger. Last week, somebody mentioned playing the guitar. You get calluses from playing the guitar. Your skin hardens up. All right, the next one, cold sores. I probably don't even need to explain this one, but that's what we call it, a cold sore. It's not cold. I don't know why we call it a cold sore, but if you've ever had one, you know how it feels. You know it feels pretty bad. Hey, Jamie's back. Welcome. She just went on a walk with our dog. It's kind of raining out a little bit. Regis does not have to worry about that with his hands. That's a good thing. So that's a cold sore. And on the inside, I forgot about this one. But luckily, hey, if you would like to become a channel member, there is a link. And if you are a silver member, you will be in our Discord server. And in the Discord server, I mentioned I am going to be doing a lesson on skin. And Harry, he's in the chat right now. He said, well, are you going to do canker sores? And I said, oh my gosh, I forgot about canker sores. So remember, so thank you, Harry. Thank you, Harry, for that. So remember, I am not a doctor. Are canker sores and cold sores the same thing? Probably not. But the way I think about them, a cold sore 
is on the outside of your mouth. Canker or a canker sore is on the inside of your mouth. And when I was younger, I used to get canker sores all the time. When I was in high school, going through puberty, I had a lot of canker sores. Marty, Marty is here. He's a channel member. He's been a channel member for a long time. How about a vixen? Lots of men have vixens and they don't know how to remedy that. Remedy, they, that's hard to say. And they don't know how to remedy that. Um, remedy is another way to say fix. I don't know. I don't know about vixens. It's not a, not a word that I use. I don't know, Marty. I'm sorry. That may be British. Vixens. What could guys have that women don't with their skin? I don't know. Yeah. It's good advice for anybody. We talked about that a little earlier. Do not go out in the sun too long without protection. Ah, yes. Cecilia. Acting out verbs. It's. I think it's always helpful to see that verb acted out. So thank you, Cecilia. I'm sure they're not the same thing. We might in English say those are caused by a virus maybe or by stress. And I'm sure they're, they're different. Ah, yes. The good old herpes virus. Yeah. We'll, we'll leave that one for another day. I know herpes, probably completely innocent. But sometimes in English, when you say herpes, people think of one thing. And I'm not, this is a family channel. This is a family channel. All right. Um, Harry. Mm. Hurts, hurts, hurts. What is the best treatment for your canker sores, Brent? Yeah, for me, I never found a great treatment for that. There are some things you can buy at the pharmacy, over-the-counter things, so you don't need a prescription for them. You don't need to see a doctor for them. There are some over-the-counter ointments that I have found that help. Also, washing your mouth out with salt water. Salt water, salty water, put water Sorry, put salt in some water, salt and water. That's what I found. But luckily, it's been a long, long time since I've had um, canker sore. Luckily. Wait a second. Think of Vixen as an ingrown hair. Well, if it is, you're in luck. We are going to talk about um, ingrown hairs very soon. All right, just checking the chat. Oh, my friend from Tajikistan, right? If you're frightened or scared suddenly or in your sleep, you can have canker sores. It's so unpleasant. I don't know. Um, I heard you can get canker sores from your parents. So we call that inherited. So it might be in your genes. Getting kind of scientific here. But because one of your parents had canker sores, I have heard that you can get canker sores. It can be passed down, passed down. All right. 
Is it Regis? The best one is to wait. Yeah. They just go away on their own. They just go away. But dealing with the pain is not that funny. Why? Yeah. I don't know why it's called cold, a cold sore. Nothing cold about it, right? It's not cold. I don't know. I, the next one, this was mentioned earlier. I'm just going to show the picture, but those little things are called blackheads. And I'm sure if you've seen them in your language, you know these blackheads. Sometimes a picture is the best way to describe something. Blackheads. Now, those little dots are called blackheads, but the small skin sorry, the small holes in the skin are called pores. Yeah. So the pores in your skin. Now notice the spelling. You pour water into a glass. P-O-U-R, pour, the verb. But the pores of your skin, that is spelled differently. P-O-R-E-S, pores. Hope that helps. The next thing, this is something that can help your skin. I think we talk about ingrown hair next. So these two might go together. But exfoliating removes dead skin cells from your body. And remember, Skin cells, those are the small parts of your skin. You can't even see them. Your body is made up of cells. It's what we call it in English. So you can have brain cells. You can have skin cells. Every part of your body, the really small things. You need a microscope to see them. In English, we call those cells. Cancer cells we talked about earlier. Well, exfoliating is when you rub some lotion on your skin. It's gritty like sandpaper. I hope you know what sandpaper is, but the adjective we might use is gritty. It might have like little bits of sand in it. I don't think it's sand, but it feels like it. It's gritty and it will remove dead skin cells from your body. A lot of times I will exfoliate. That's the verb we use. I will exfoliate my face in the shower before I shave because exfoliating before shaving can prevent ingrown hair. Ingrown hairs, you might hear too. An ingrown hair looks like this. If you've ever seen that, it looks like a pimple, but the hair is growing inside your skin. Exfoliating before shaving can prevent ingrown hairs. Now, you see that man shaving right now? no shaving cream, his face is dry, he might get some ingrown hairs. That's for sure. And I think a few weeks ago, 
in a lesson, we said that we do not pluralize hairs. Like, oh, you have a lot of hairs on your head or you don't have a lot of hair on your head. We don't pluralize hairs there. But with ingrown hairs, you can. So, oh man, I have two ingrown hairs on my face. Luckily, I don't. But people with curly hair will get ingrown hairs more often. Curly hair, not straight hair, curly hair. Again, Bob the Canadian did a whole English lesson yesterday on hair. You might want to check that out after this lesson, of course. We're not done here yet. We're not done. Let me check the chat just to make sure. Oh, fever blister. Thank you, Jamie. It's called a cold sore because the fever blister appears when your immune system is down, like when you get a cold. I didn't know that. Fever blisters. I didn't use that term, but to me, cold sores, fever blisters, same thing. Where's a cold sore? They happen on the outside of your mouth. We call this part your lip. So cold sores can appear on your lips. Fever blisters do the same thing. Thankfully, I don't get cold sores, but they hurt. Biting your tongue by accident. I remember sometimes I will get a canker sore. Careful, canker sore um, with a K, not cancer, not cancer. I will get a canker sore when I bite my lip or tongue by accident. Isn't that the worst? Doesn't that hurt? You accidentally bite your tongue and then it gets swollen. It's what we call it when it gets a little bigger. It gets swollen and that causes you to bite it even more. The worst, right, Harry? The worst. The worst. Ah, allergies when I shave my head. Yeah, we are going to talk about allergies in just a minute. But yeah, allergies can be bad and that can make your skin inflamed or you can get a rash if you have allergies. You can get something else too. We will talk about in just a minute. Talked about that. We talked about that. We talked about that. We talked about that. We haven't talked about this though. Chicken pox. Look at these little kids. Look at their poor backs. Those things are called chicken pox. They are way too young to get zits already. I don't know if Audie or Apple's still here. I was going to say a joke about your grandmother. I'm not going to. <laughs> what you said earlier. Poor Audie. So, I mean, poor Apple. Poor Apple. All right. Fro- no, we didn't talk about frostbite in this video. Apple. Yeah, frostbite. So, so much with the skin. Let's talk about frostbite right now. If you go outside when it's too cold for too long, 
your skin can start to freeze. That's what we call it in English, frostbite. You can actually lose fingers, toes, the tips of your nose, the tip of your nose. You could die from frostbite. That's what happens at the beginning. We call these the extremities. The extremities are the parts of your body furthest away from the center, your extremities, tip of your nose, tips of your fingers, tips of your toes, okay, your extremities. Yeah, the worst, right, Mega? The worst. Chicken pox. Luckily, I have a... There's also... Next one here. Thankfully, many children do not get chicken pox nowadays because there is a vaccine. Do you know that term nowadays? It's one word written just like that. And you can say it for the time we are living in right now. Nowadays, children are so bad, right? Nowadays, gas prices are so high. It's something that old people say nowadays. Nowadays, you can't get good help anywhere nowadays. So thankfully, many children do not get chickenpox nowadays because there is a vaccine. And I'm sure you all know vaccine because of the last couple years. So vaccine. Shingles, shingles. Just like chickenpox. Only adults get these shingles and chicken pox. Basically the same thing. Chicken pox in children, shingles in adults. Now be careful. If you look at that picture right there, that looks like a roof, the roof of a house. We also call those little things shingles. So your roof can have shingles. Those are the small parts of your roof. They look like that. Those are shingles. Two different definitions for shingles. Rosacea. If you've ever seen a person with skin like that, we would call that rosacea. Rosacea. Just because that is such a hard word to spell, I have the pronunciation on the screen. Rosacea. That's how you say that. Hives. Hives. Now, this is when people are allergic to something. They may break out in hives. That's what we call it. And it looks like this. So if you have a an allergic reaction to something, you might break out into hives. I forgot to talk about uh, this part here, shingles. So unfortunately for me, I guess, because I am 46 years old, I can't get the shingles vaccine, at least where I live. There is also a vaccine for shingles too. 
but you need to be over 50 years old to get it. I did not read that correctly. Is there? Yeah, because I, I have another mistake there. Oh my goodness. Hang on. Let me correct this. You need to be. Let's read it correctly for you. There is also a vaccine for shingles too, but you need to be over 50 years old to get it. One of my friends on Facebook, she's over 50. She just got shingles. She said she has had children. She has a daughter. She said having her daughter, birthing her daughter, having a baby is just as bad as the pain of having shingles. I thought having, you know, birthing a child, having a child would be the worst pain a human can experience. She said shingles are as bad. I do not want to experience shingles. I believe, I don't know if Jamie is still here, but um, about 10 years ago, no, 20 years ago, Jamie had shingles. Not fun. It's a very bad couple days for her. Yes, typo, we might call it. Oh my gosh. I honestly don't know. The question is monkey pox and chicken pox, are they the same? I don't think so. I think chicken pox are much more common and they're not as deadly. Chicken pox, most people will get them and then they recover. They itch, they don't feel good for a few days, but they recover. I think monkey pox and I know smallpox, something else in English we have, that's not at all the same. They are still like little dots on your skin, little spots on your skin. But no, I think monkeypox, smallpox, I think you can die from them. I don't know about monkeypox. I didn't put monkeypox on here because it's so rare. Oh, thank you, Betty. Thank you, Betty. She says a very educational video for sure. Thank you. Freddie says, sometimes I can unfortunately bite my cheeks and that hurts for many days. Yeah. The inside of your cheek, you can bite Good luck. For the next couple days, you will probably keep biting it. Apple the Frog says, when I was a baby, I had chicken pox. So back to the chicken pox for a second. When I was younger, in the 1980s, sometimes when a child got chicken pox, the parents would bring over their children so their children will get chicken pox. I've heard the younger you are, the easier it is to have chicken pox. If you have chicken pox as an adult, we call those shingles, and it can get really bad. I heard when you're a baby, it's not as bad. 
there aren't as many spots on your body, but they can get everywhere. You can get everywhere on your body can have spots. What did Audie say? Ah, what do we call the wound when you touch a jellyfish? And Jamie says, yeah, just like a bee, we say you were stung by a jellyfish. Just like a bee. Speaking of bees. About hives a minute ago, weren't we? Well, we also say that bees live in hives. Bees will make honey inside their hives. So take a look at that. Hives can be bad, bad little spots on your skin, but it can also be a place where bees live. Hives. All right. Is that it for us? Might be. Bees also live in hives. Bees also live in hives. If you are allergic to something, you might get hives. Hmm. It's very possible. Very possible you will get hives. Well, I think that's about do, does it for this video. The guy from Brazil, he's watching Speak English with this guy. We have almost the same name. The guy, I'm this guy. Welcome the guy from Brazil. Hope you're doing well. I'm old enough to get the shingles vaccine, Yawen says, but I don't know if it's available in Taiwan. I don't know, Jamie. I think Jamie did get shingles back in when she was in her 20s. All right. And Apple, so Apple's asking, which one is more painful, chicken pox or shingles? I'm sure that depends on the person, but I think in general, overall, shingles are worse. I think they hurt worse. But, okay, okay, Jamie, okay. Jamie said, I had shingles in 2011 and stress caused them. But if you have the chicken pox, you are likely to get shingles as it is the same virus. Okay. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you, Jamie. Mm. Yeah, I remember uh, Jamie. The problem was, I think she was itching so much, she couldn't go to sleep. So I don't think she went to sleep for like three days. And what we might say in English is this. It has to run its course. We say this with like a cold. If you get sick with a cold, stuffy nose, itchy eyes, coughing, there's really no medicine you can take to make it go away. It just has to run its course. So your body fights it, but there's nothing you can take. What is it? Beehives are a symbol of wealth welfare. I did not know that. Thank you for sharing that. Well, I hope you had a good time here. Hope you learned a little bit of English there. Always the replay you can rewatch. Oh, I forgot to ask. Could everybody hit that like button? 
that really helps other people find the lesson, yeah, if you don't mind, hit that thumbs up. And I would like to thank you all for joining. There is a post in the community tab asking, what do you want to see next week? I really, I have some ideas, but you might pick next week's lesson. Leave a comment either here after the replay or in the community tab. Wait, what do you want to learn next week? I mean, I, I haven't planned it, so let me know. All right, before I go, Dennis, thank you so much. And thank you for that super chat again. Maria is still here. Cecilia, have you been here the whole time? Harry, thank you so much. Audie, think you were here before it started and you're still here? Regis, so good to see everyone. Miho, Yulia, Casey, Leticia, Aaron, Emmanuel. Yeah, he was here before it started. Still here. All right. I hope your English is better than it was before the lesson started. That's the goal. Learn a little bit of English. Mr. Coyote. Hey, Fayez. All right. I love doing these live lessons with you. I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. See you next week. Have a good week. Adios, amigos.